1: Are you smarter than an environmental reporter? Let's find out. Join us for the new and improved version of Parts Per Billion where we quiz Bloomberg Environment's finest journalists and see how brainy they really are. Hello, and welcome back to Parts Per Billion, the podcast from Bloomberg Environment. I'm your host, David Schultz. And on this episode, we're changing up our format a little bit from the way we normally do things. We're introducing a new environmental news quiz where we ask reporters about what's been going on in the world and see if they've been keeping up. The point of this quiz is to have some fun while talking about all the nerdy stuff we constantly cover here at Bloomberg Environment. But of course, we will be keeping score and our extremely competitive reporters will be taking this challenge extremely seriously. And speaking of those reporters, I'm joined by two of them right now, Bloomberg Environment's Abby Smith and Sylvia Kerrigan. Thanks for joining me. So let's just get right into this, our inaugural Bloomberg Environment News Quiz. Here is our first question. Elijah Cummings is a Democrat who represents Baltimore in the U.S. House of Representatives, and he is set to become the chairman of the House Oversight Committee if Democrats take back the House. He recently said one of his top priorities would be investigating this person, raise your hand if you know the answer. The uh, listeners at home cannot see that Abby is raising her hand right now. Abby, do you think you know the answer?
2: Is it Ryan Zinke?
1: That is wrong. <laughs> Sylvia, it's would you would you like to steal from her?
2: Oh my gosh. I have no idea who it is.
1: All right. Here's a hint. Mattresses. Matt- the, the hint is mattresses.
2: Is it Scott Pruitt?
1: That's right, yes. Elijah Cumming has said he wants to investigate Scott Pruitt and how he was able to stay in his position for so long. So that is uh, the answer. I'm glad that Scott Pruitt has become synonymous with the word mattresses now. <laughs> Speaking of Scott Pruitt, the White House, this is our second question, by the way. Speaking of Scott Pruitt, the White House still hasn't nominated anyone to succeed him at the head of the EPA. However, President Trump recently suggested he may choose this person. Abby, Sylvia, what do you say? Oh, and Sylvia is, we need to get like a, a buzzer here for the next quiz because raising hands is just not a very podcast-friendly motion. Sylvia, you raise your hand. Who do you think that Trump will nominate to head the EPA?
2: He said he might go with the acting administrator, Andrew Wheeler.
1: That is correct. That's uh, one point for Abby, one point for Sylvia. Sylvia just did a little dance here for all those uh, at home. Final question. These people are arguing in court, that the government is constitutionally mandated to address climate change. Who are the people who are arguing this in court? I think uh, they both raising your hands. It looks like you guys both know the answer. Abby was first, however.
2: There's a group of 21 kids suing the government over climate change.
1: That's right. I would have accepted children or young people also. But Fair. that is correct. So that will do it. That was this week's quiz. It looks like Abby has won with a score of 2-1. to one. We, Also, Abby is doing a little dance. We will have both of these uh, reporters back on in the future to compete again, but Abby is our victor this week. And now we're going to take a quick break and be back with more from Abby on that kids' lawsuit. All right. And we're back now. And as we just mentioned, we're going to be chatting with Bloomberg Environment's Abby Smith about a pretty novel lawsuit that could reshape how the U.S. government deals with climate change. So, Abby, what's this suit all about and who are these kids and and what do they want the government to do?
2: So it's a group of 21. They're mostly teenagers now at this point, ranging in age from 10 to 21. And they really they want the government to address climate change. And if they're successful, it could force the government to really have a comprehensive plan to address greenhouse gases across multiple sectors. And they have two main arguments. One is constitutional. They're saying by not keeping greenhouse gases under control, the government has violated their constitutional right to a livable climate. Now, that would be a new constitutional right. So that's not a right that's been recognized before. And then their second main argument is a public trust argument. So the public trust doctrine says the government holds essential resources like water, uh, land, wildlife in trust for its citizens. And they're arguing that the atmosphere and the climate are part of that trust.
1: And they're, I guess, because they're young people, they're going to have to deal with the lack of those resources in the future. I guess that's kind of their their argument. So I understand the Supreme Court recently put a hold on this suit and, you know, is essentially pausing it. You know, what's what's going on? Why, why did do they do that? And what's going to happen next?
2: Right. So the, the case was slated to go to trial October 29th in Eugene, Oregon. And the government has really been trying everything it possibly can to get this suit put on hold. And in a last ditch effort just 10 days before the trial was going to start, they went to the Supreme Court and said, can you please pause this? And Chief Justice John Roberts did that. He put the, the trial on pause on October 24th. And now we're kind of waiting to see what happens next. He asked for responses from both parties and the government wants the court to take up what's called a writ of mandamus which essentially would mean they could kill the suit altogether it's not really clear what the court's going to do this is a really unusual situation really unusual case so we're kind of all waiting to see what's going to happen.
1: But this could be eventually, this this could be heard by the nine justices on, on the court. I mean, I guess we're a long way away from that, but is that a possibility?
2: It is. It's a possibility. I think it's unclear whether the justices will hear it at this point or whether the case will kind of go through on the merits. And either way, it's going to make it up to the Supreme Court, just given the arguments that these kids are bringing forward. But I, I think the timing is really the big question.
1: Well, that kind of leads me into the last thing I wanted to ask you about, which is this is a pretty novel, as you mentioned, novel lawsuit, you know, relying on some pretty new and I don't want to say out there, but, you know, pretty creative legal claims. And we see a lot of these lawsuits. They often get dismissed. But it seems like this one is going further. It's not, you know, immediately getting dismissed. What are the chances that this actually gets heard on the merits, that there's a trial in court where essentially climate change is like put on trial? Is, is that possible or is this just, you know, going to be years of legal wrangling and nothing ultimately comes of it?
2: I think it is possible that it could go to trial. I, I, I think it's really an, a really open-ended question at this point. I think what's interesting about this case is it's made it past a lot of hurdles that folks thought it wouldn't make it past. The Ninth Circuit did take up this case back in March. The government tried again to get the court to go over the district court in Oregon, which is hearing this case, go over their head and kill the case, and the Ninth Circuit didn't do it. And so it made it past that hurdle. And the judge in Oregon, Judge Ann Aiken, she kind of breathed life into both of the kids' arguments when she allowed the case to go forward initially. And that order came just two days after Donald Trump was elected. So I think... That's been interesting, but on the flip side, it's important to note that the public trust argument in particular has been tried in a couple different cases across the country, mostly at the state level, and none have been successful. And I think the other thing, too, is that even folks who support climate action are kind of wary of this suit because it could tie the government's hands. The kids brought this case against the Obama administration, which tried just as hard to get this case dismissed. I think there's a lot of open questions, and even if the kids are successful on the merits, the remedy is a whole other question because the court is going to be really, really hesitant to force the government to do a comprehensive plan. The the court doesn't like to dictate policy. So a lot of open questions. I think ultimately at the end of the day, the kids do face quite a few hurdles to reach that success point at the end of this process, but that's not to say they won't have their day in court.
1: Yeah. All right, that was Bloomberg Environment's Abby Smith, who now the latest title she can add to her resume is Winner of the Inaugural. Bloomberg Environment Parts Per Billion news quiz. Adding it right now. Yes, updating her resume as we speak. Uh, she was talking about the so-called kids' climate suit. For more of her reporting, visit our website at news.inbloombergenvironment.com. That's news.bloombergenvironment.com. This episode of Parts Per Billion was produced by myself and Jessica Coombs. Our editor is Marissa Horn, and our audio engineer is Nicholas Anzalotta. The music tracks for Parts Per Billion are A Message and Wall by Jazar. They were used under a Creative Commons attribution share alike license. More information can be found at BetterWithMusic.com.
0: Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com.